Imagine a football platform where the world's best writers give you the real story about what's going on at United. Imagine no pop-up ads, no clickbait headlines and no ridiculous rumours to be let down by anymore. You don't have to imagine anymore. Meet The Athletic. No ads, no nonsense, just football. Visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash United We Stand to start your 30-day free trial and get 50% off your annual subscription. The Athletic. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. I'm Andy Mitten, stood outside Old Trafford on some at Busby Way. <laughs> and a man just bought a copy and handed over his hard-earned and not received it, which is well out of order. Got me changing, um, not the mag. The gentleman is from Salford, he's, he's Gary Whelan, used to be in... Oh, still is. He's in the Happy Mondays. Where did you do your gig last night? Uh, Birmingham. That was a big pause, actually. I know, yeah, yeah. It's a Guinness, it's a Guinness, it's a Guinness. Whereabouts in Birmingham? Uh, oh, come on. How's it, how's it going? Uh, good. Go got three going gigs to go and then back home to Canada for a few months. Right. And yeah. the, the tour's been doing well? The tour's been really, really good, yeah, 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 really well. Yeah, sold out mostly. Saw so you a couple of years ago in Cambridge. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, no, I mean, that's... looking forward to today. A little bit of last couple of games. Looking forward to it. My mate Dan Donnacky is the uh, head of medical at Everton. Yeah. Well, Donnacky's son, yeah. so I'm going to yeah. give it. So I hope we get a good result today. I've got I'm confident, you know. First time all season. I shouldn't say that. That's 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 asking for it, isn't it? But you know, it's been really good the last. Yeah, has not it? And it's different. Ten days. Last, it's been unbelievable. It's been <laughs> Prior to that, was slightly different. Oh, that was miserable, as yeah. It's yeah. nice to stand there smiling. And, I know, I know. And, I'm not laughing. Not yeah, trying articles about how bad Manchester United are. I know, I know, I know. You must. Do, I know you watch all the games. I know you follow yeah, yeah. things very, very closely. Yeah. What have you made of the the last month? Oh well, it's been it's, it's been swings around us, hasn't it? It's a kind of uh, a common term, but you know, yeah, the last couple of days, it's been I don't, I don't know, as frustrated as anybody. You know what I mean? It's, I, don't, I, don't know. it's I remember you know, when I first started following in the seventies with my dad. It was the same old thing. I remember my dad saying, you know, I remember saying, I can't believe the local teams, Man United, and my dad said, they let you down all the time. You know, what I mean? they always do everything the hard way, and it's true. I mean, you know, it's true. What about the other people in the band? Are any of them in football? Uh, no, not really. But yeah, Bez likes United. He used to go go as a United fan. Mark's yeah. a blue, but Mark's the only one not from Salford. He's from uh, the far, the Middle East. Uh, quite an up that, uh, that area. <laughs> the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, he's actually from the far East, Failsworth. Yeah. Yeah, so, but, uh, he, but he's a blue, yeah. But he's a good lad. He always has been. And Sean, Sean Ryder? No, he's not in the football. No. Is he? Just no. into his music. When, you, when you're playing, which song goes down best? Always oh, step on it, the one, we, it? Did, one, one we didn't write. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Always. And um, I think my favourite, well, I love Dennis and Lois. Yeah, they were there last night, actually. Yeah, yeah, they were there. Love yeah. that one. But yeah. like, I think as a, the way the outfit, Pills and Brills starts into Kinky Afro, it's got to be the, the best opening into. Yeah, it's a good line. Yeah. I remember, you know, I remember in the studio in uh, Los Angeles at the time, and I remember in the studio when Sean was putting his vocals down, and we had, we'd written the music, hadn't heard the lyrics. I remember leaving the studio, and as I heard it, heard that first line, Sunday, I'm 30, I remember thinking, that's how we're going to go down really badly, or going to be iconic, you know what I mean? It's, it's not I remember based on any truth, is it? No, no, he was about 27 at the time, I think. Right. No, it's not based on any truth, no, I don't think so. Brilliant. So, prediction for today, please, Gaz? I think 3-2. Uh, I think we'll do it 3-2. I hope you're right. I think we'll go down 2-1 and win 3-2. Lovely to see you. All right, take care. Just walking down to the ground now. Where are you from, mate? Uh, Birmingham. And how are you feeling about today? Uh, it's an opportunity to get two points um, into top four, so I think it'll be a, a great opportunity. Hopefully we don't bottle it um, and then we'll keep the momentum going that we've had for the past couple of weeks. Where are you going in the ground today? Uh, in the TRA section. Are you enjoying it in there? Absolutely love it. I mean, ask my kids. They're uh, going there. Yeah, they're going, going there as well. Yeah. What's your favourite song? Uh, 
So you've been going there most of the season? Yeah, two two seasons now. We've been going there, so yeah. it's, it's been fantastic. Yeah, I, I would not go anywhere else. I don't know if I'm saying anything bad about it yet. So you all going there, the whole family of you? Yeah. Fantastic. Let me get a picture of you all. Right, predictions for today, please, quickly. 3-1. 14. 3-2. 2 nil United. Right, so you all think Everton, but you think United. <laughs> several of the midfielders and they lost the best player Lucas Dane after 25 minutes and the leading one at Old Trafford it's so frustrating because you feel that when United are playing the better teams they're better Everton have won one away game Villa have won one away game there's two teams with the worst away records Villa got a draw here this is coming to half time now I remain optimistic that Manchester United can get back into this but Really, um, and a difficult to break down. Duncan Ferguson's got them well organised. So United have been hitting long balls, cutting through the defence to take advantage of the pace of Dan James and Marcus Rashford. And they've had chances. They should have been better with the chances. James shot wide, Rashford shot wide. They've got to be more clinical. Pretty awful day in Manchester. Just laughing at Ferguson <laughs> as the rain started. Thought he's going to go back to the dugout to put a big coat on, and he went back to the dugout and took off his jacket. So he just stood there in his shirt. I've got four layers on, and I'm cold. The cult of personality. Eh? So it's coming up to half time, and it's Manchester United nil, Everton one. One all. Once again, it's the Everton fans singing the 1985 FA Cup final song. It's the Everton players who are applauding and more points dropped at home by Manchester United. They've got 11 at home without defeat now, but there's very little reason to celebrate. Everton have got the worst record away from home in the league, just as Aston Villa had the worst record away from home in the league. Villa got a draw, Everton have got a draw. The Everton fans who you can hear in the background, the 3,000 of them. Mason Green will got the equaliser for Manchester United. Um, another fine effort, another time he put the ball where you least expected it to go after Dan James had swept the ball across him. United huffed and they puffed, they pressured, they created lots of chances. Not brilliant chances. They were hitting balls through their defence throughout the game. Aaron Wambasaka was fantastic defending and tackling his final ball and his going forward was not stewards are just clearing the last of the United fans out of K stand just by the Everton fans as uh, the Cortinas come on United are six so they've dropped down a place 
and, and fans are now singing for their caretaker manager who's wearing a shirt and he's talking to Sky TV as he walks towards the away fans I like Duncan Ferguson I like him as a player I like his personality don't know him but I like what I see maybe he plays to the crowd a little bit but so what it's football it's supposed to be entertaining I like a bit of personality so United have dropped down to earth with a bump really because the wins against Tottenham Ferguson's walking to the way and now he's whooping them up as he was doing he's clenching his fists he's loving it Everton are saying that they are far the greatest team the world has ever seen but they're not because I mean Real Madrid have won 13 European Cups and, and Everton haven't, haven't won any I don't think that Everton are, are better than Real Madrid they're, they're not better than Manchester United I don't think that statement would stand up in court Ferguson's loving this he's absolutely loving it and why not wouldn't you if you were him but as I was saying Tottenham and then City and then to a far lesser extent uh, the win against AZ where United scored for three really really good wins Ferguson is now pointing to I think it's Dominic Calvin Lewis as if to say don't sing about me sing about him Ferguson's now looking at the Evertonians in the director's box who are, who are very, very pleased. They've only won one away game. United have got to start beating teams like Everton. You can allow for occasional draws if you've got aspirations to finish near the top against the lower teams, but United have dropped points far too many times this season. And if you look at the games coming up, I think Colchester midweek, obviously, I must think it's an important game. Got to win the League Cup. And then um, Watford on Sunday. And then I think it's Newcastle, Burnley, Arsenal. They're all winnable games. Got to win them. Part of me feels like saying the Bears were playing Liverpool and Leicester away next week because this team does better against the better teams but I did think United they created chances today there's some really good balls going forward but they've got to be more prolific in front of goal they've got to be Lingard had a, a chance after 15 seconds Rashford had a chance Dan James had a chance not even hitting the target so maybe that leads us on to should a forward be brought in in January I asked about Earl and uh, Haaland there's no way the club's going to comment on that but Greenwood's doing really well. He's a good finisher. Fortina's play on. I'm going to come to the lads. going to speak to some other people. And then uh, speak to the lads who've been outside the ground. Walking away from Old Trafford past the... 
Trafford Town Hall, Lancashire Cricket Club, and with James Scowcroft. Uh, we're both shivering our way back to the Metro station. James, what did you make of the game today? Uh, I have to say it's probably a fair result, Andy. I thought United started well, didn't really capitalise, had some good possession. Um, quite bright in the final third. They just didn't quite have that final pass. That in a little bit of indecision at times. Um, and I think it cost them not getting the first goal. And once you do that, then all of a sudden there's pressure on you. You're always vulnerable in the Premier League. You give away a sloppy goal and then it becomes an uphill battle, especially a team where you're you know, not probably firing on all confidence. And I think, to be fair, they, they probably did quite well to get back in. Um, it's the second time I've seen Mason Greenwood in the space of four days, and I think really, really impressed with him. Um, I thought it might be a bit too soon for him, but I think he's he could be a real, real talent at this football club. You were a striker. You played hundreds of games in the top flight. You know more than the average man about what makes a good striker. What strikes you about him? Well, I'll tell you what he's got. He's got, not all strikers have got, but the very, very top ones have got, he's got minimal backlift where he can just move it onto his, his stronger, his, I know he's stronger his right foot, moves it onto his left foot, no backlift, and he's just got that shot which you saw today, which, you know, Van Persie had it, Robbie Fowler had it, you know, the top, top, top centre forwards have got it, and he's got it as well. I don't, I don't see Rashford having it. Not so sure Martial has got it, but this lad has got it where he can just move the ball and he, he shoots before the goalkeeper's even seen it. Walking past the University Academy 92, which is an educational institution uh, run by former players of Manchester United. The next game is against Colchester. I don't know a lot about Colchester. I know it's the uh, one of two grounds of the 92 I've not been to along with Forest Green. And uh, I've never been to Colchester, the town, which I believe is a garrison town. And I know that they used to play at Layer Road, and I'm running out the things to say. Steve Lamax, a Colchester fan. But James is... Um, I bet you're a big deal in that part of the world, aren't you? Tell us about Colchester. You're a Suffolk boy, no, originally? That's not far away, is it? Do uh, you walk through Colchester and go unrecognised? If you put your memory back, we actually got recognised, didn't we, by a Colchester fan at Tynecott Cemetery. Yeah, I was just going to say that. In Passchendaele. Yes, we did, yeah. That was really nice, because he came up to you, and that's the biggest British warm cemetery. That was 2012. And he was a lovely fella, him, and he's very respectful to you. Yeah, he was, yeah, well, it, was, it was a nice moment, that. If you can't be respectful in a, a war cemetery, then you're... Uh... No, it was. That's, that's, that's probably the only time I've ever been recognised by... Uh... It's a... Uh, listen, like my background's Ipswich, and Colchester don't really like Ipswich. In East Anglia, it's Colchester, Norwich... So you get filled in there? Well, it is a little bit of a rough night out, Colchester, because it is a big army town, and, and there has been problems in the past. Um, but one of my best friends in football is the manager, John McGrill. I played probably 200 games with him at Ipswich. John is a huge scouser, a huge Liverpool fan. Um, and he's got 35 friends from Liverpool coming over to the game on Wednesday, so it's a big occasion for him. They're not in the Stratford end, are they? <laughs> I don't think so. But I think they're bringing 5,000. It'll be their biggest, it's their biggest game in their history. Are they a decent side? They play some very good football. And if Man United are on top of it, uh, then it could be what it could be a long night. How are you feeling, apart from Colchester, going into, as we cross the tram tracks here? It tells me to be sensible here. We're going that way now. Oh, sorry. Um, going into the, the Christmas games, there's a lot of very winnable games on paper for Manchester United, but they've not been winning the winnable game. 
No, they haven't. And you probably say today was a, a winnable game. I, I think for United, United possibly are getting, uh, are getting carried away at the moment because I think when they play the bigger games, it's easier for them. No pressure. There's no pressure when they played Man City apart from the derby. The Spurs is no pressure. But the games when there is pressure, I'm not sure they've got the players that can you know, believe in themselves enough. Where do you think they need strengthening? Uh, I think they need a number eight and a number ten. Why? Um, I just don't think there's that link. There's not that link between the defence and, uh, and the front. I think it's too... Too slow, and people criticise Pogba. I think Pogba's the only one that can really receive the ball, get it out of his feet, and hit that killer pass. Might not always happen, but I think he's... We see one today, I think Matomi receives the ball very well, but takes two or three touches before he plays forwards. I think Fred is the same. Um, and it's almost pressure on Harry Maguire and Lindelof today to, to try and sort of be the one to be creative and, and bring the ball forward. With me, I've got Anthony Bloom, Sam Bowers and Stu Edwards. Um, Stu, I'll come to you first. Initial thoughts on the match. I don't want um, a long one. Um, it's hardly a re- revelation, but absolutely dying out for a number 10. Move on. Number 10 as in one that plays behind the striker? Uh, well, yeah, apart from left wing or wherever else. I've got some thoughts on that, but we'll come to them later. Sam, initial, initial thoughts? Um, you could kind of see it coming, couldn't you? A couple of good results against stronger sides, and then these are the games where we keep slipping up and just struggling to break teams down, really, aren't we? That's a big problem. Well, you mean? Yeah, I said at the start of the week, I was worried about this game and uh, the way they won in, uh, uh, against Chelsea last week and with the new manager. I know it would be a bit uh, of a pain today, and it's shown. Can we have any complaints <laughs> about the team? No, no, it's exactly the same as City last week, wasn't it? So, yeah. Similar. Yeah, so don't think I you can really drop players yeah. after that, could you? So I, there's no excuse really, but it, I knew it'd be difficult. So I'm not. You know, it's, it's just one. I'm, it's, it's a naive side at the minute, and we've just got to just got to keep going, and it's going to be up and down. So, any thoughts on the team? Um, expected? No, that's what you'd have picked, man for man, maybe <laughs> Williams or Shaw. You know, you could, but I don't really think that would have made much difference today. No, same again. We've had a bit of a conversation off air, didn't we, about maybe Daniel James. But, you know, it's getting to the stage of the season now where he's, he's played pretty much every game, hasn't he? Young lad, obviously never played at this level before, played a lot of football. But when, it, when are you going to get the chance to give him the rest? So it's, it's, a, it's a problem. It's going to be a problem for the next five months, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but the overall 1-11, to 11, yeah, you, there's no arguments uh, about dropping anybody or bringing anybody in, especially looking at the bench. There's nobody on there, really. You'd have started apart from possibly Greenwood. I, know that's I think my observation is, is that, and it is, in, of course, in hindsight, but I think that Lingard in home games against when, we, when the onus is on us, I I'm not particularly fond of him starting. And I, I don't... He wasn't, he wasn't particularly worse than anybody else today but I find that he comes alive when you know we've got that space on the counter attack and um, I, I thought today you know we were just crying out for you know another another forward yeah. like a Greenwood and I, I thought we could have gone up with two up and once Everton took the lead obviously they, they did retreat back 10-15 <coughs> yards and made like five across the middle Everton so like I said you're right in most types of games he's never going to get chance to influence the game like, like he does maybe away from home or like he just said when we're counter attacking uh, and you know, like I just said before, it's dying out for a creative number ten. We all know that. I think um, when it, when it came, you know, with the Europa League and the fact that we're playing Thursday Sunday, whilst everybody says it, it shouldn't make a difference, there's clear like proof of it doing with certain teams. 
especially teams with like small squads. Do you think we're not giving, you know, United aren't using that excuse, and do you think it's valid that we can't use that? What the Thursday Sunday thing? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, today, is there a difference between Thursday? I'm not sure. I think it's a mental thing, isn't it? I think it's, it's bollocks. Men- yeah, it is. It's just European football in general. With yeah, a small we've squad. come off the back of a really good win, you know, at home eventually on Thursday. You know, four 0 Greenwood scored two goals. You know, we full of confidence for two games before that. You know, we all stood here two weeks ago, and not many of us thought we'd get one point for those two games. So we've, you know, we've been on a decent mini run, if you like. So going into today's game. Um, you still got three days rest, so no. Personally, I think that's bollocks. You two not having either. Well, yeah, there's probably what, five or six changes that were made as well, so I don't think you can use it too much as an excuse that they're tired. Although, like you say before, Dan James, he came off didn't he before mm. the end. He does look knackered. Yeah, but it's going to happen though, isn't it? It's just, it's just all them things. And it, it was another first half, which was absolutely shocking. Weren't it? I don't think Everton did anything particularly clever. I thought they lined up four four two. It was a very old fashioned type. You know, nothing clever about Everton's tactics was there, and I thought United were absolutely dis- slow starts again. That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like on Thursday. Like it, it was reminding me of that. It's just slow starts, just not getting to grips with it. From you've just got to start as you need to go on, like they did against City. But it's like I said, it's not going to be like that every week. You're going to they're going to be all right against the bigger sides. I reckon that was our first worst <laughs> f- worst first half of the season. Though. Yeah, I mean <clears throat> they're coming off the back of a good win against Chelsea. You know, Ferguson's back for them. And nice white shirt. Yeah, just that hurt. And that, what's he called up front? Calvert-Lewin, he's a right handful, and he? he gets stuck in, he gets his head on everything. He's, I think he gave, um, particularly in the first half, Wan-Bissaka and uh, Lindelof struggled to sort of deal with him, I think. And yeah, and I suppose that leads, with um, Calvert-Lewin's hustle and bustle, I suppose that leads us on to <clears throat> our goalkeeper. Um, is there any concern here? Because I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I think he's costing us a lot of goals now. I've not seen it back on TV, but again, someone was saying before that another day you might have got a free kick. Someone shoved a, a, like a forearm in his face, but I'm I'm sacked. He, he I'm, goes I, back to the point, though. He's not moving off his No, I, 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 I stood today 30 yards away from that, and I didn't hear him shout as you know, a keeper in Spanish, whatever he wants to shout. I didn't hear that shout, and it was quite quiet. Um, and he, he came, I said he came for it. It's the first time he's come for a cross in God knows how many seasons, and he completely flaps at it. So... Yeah, I completely at fault for me, I'm sorry. What would he show? So interesting. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, you two's thoughts on the goalie? Because, I, I mean, well, I'm, bear in mind as well now, he's probably our top earner. There's been, there's been and he's few, got to take the responsibility of that with him as well. There's been a few goals this season where he's not, he's last not Saturday. fucking moved. Yeah, he's yeah. generally not moved. Off. He's like, yeah, last Saturday, there was a few uh, games before that. Uh, I can't remember who it was against at home, but he's just not fucking moving off his line at all. I haven't seen this. I haven't seen it back this goal. A lot of people saying it was a foul, others saying it was him, but I, I don't know. Probably, I mean, my, my, my opinion on it is that it was a foul, but in spite of today's standards, because he probably would have um, punched it if he didn't get an arm yeah. in his face, but at the same time, the goalie has to be stronger and he does not look. Um, Confident coming off his line at all, does yeah. it? So based on what you just said, if he'd have gone to catch it, then do you think we'd have got the free kick? Probably, possibly, yeah. 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 Which I thought, you know, we... but he, he he didn't punch the ball. No. Which he would have done if he it. didn't have that arm in his face. So, and and Calvert Lewin didn't get the ball. So you know you could argue yeah, yeah. that. I wish some, I wish some bar strikers would do that. a concern for me, but saying that Lindelof's a concern for me at the minute as well. So uh, not because of the own goal. I think it, obviously if you're saying it's the guy's fault, it's his fault. But yeah. I just think in general. 
Everything in that first start was yeah. so poor. I think both the centre halves were quite poor yeah. today because I thought Maguire's passing was a bit poor as well. Yeah, I mean, I like yeah. to see the goal back um, <clears throat> before I sort of going on him, but. Um, yeah, there's, a, there's been a few times like this season. Well, it's always been and a weakness in his game, and since he's come to United, he's, you know, he was flapping at the start, weren't he? You'd have caught that, I just you? me, yeah, yeah. fucking one-handed. Um, <laughs> but because uh, Michael would have put Calvert-Lewin <laughs> in the canal, yeah. But it's, I don't know. I think he's the goalkeeper coach left in it a couple of months ago, and I don't know who they've got in to replace him. But you know, it's obviously a weakness in his game that needs working on. So yes, yeah, definitely, yeah. and one, uh, you know, a weakness. That's um, you know he's our, he's our top earner and he needs to take some responsibility for that in my eyes. <laughs> so um, next one is um, any positives from the game? I've got one. But um, Mason Greenwood, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He knows another. where the goal is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's mine. Yeah, yeah. I think he's having a great start to um, his United career. Tell you what, I've never seen somebody make so many inch perfect tackles oh, no. in the penalty area. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. With his wrong foot as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He literally got such mental. There's a penalty on the way there soon, though, isn't there? Probably against Probably, Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably against Liverpool, I'm going to. Um, so, yeah, any other positives? Mason Greenwood coming on. Has he got to start games now? I thought they were better in the second half. They, they, they picked it up a bit again. But it's it seems to be getting in at half-time and Solskjaer giving the kick up the arse and saying, what the fuck are you doing? I don't think we were that good second half, though, do you? It was a bit better. It was a mm. lot better than the first. It was. I don't think it was great. There was but, a bit more drive, but there was, there was yeah. still sort of a lack of ideas, weren't there, going yeah. forward? Yeah. How many times did they take pop shots from here, there and everywhere? Yeah. And just like, sometimes you just need to work it a bit more and there was... But Times where they had an overlap and they didn't use it, and they, they, they just seem to make the wrong decision. Unfortunately, quite often. they don't know how to play against some sort of teams, and, and that's just the way it is. And those Maguire crossfield <laughs> chip, chip balls were, were starting to get on my nerves I'm, a bit. I'm, con- I'm convinced they didn't do that at Leicester, honestly. I didn't watch Leicester every week, obviously. I'm convinced he edited the ball in the fucking net for Leicester. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> not, yeah, that's not going to happen, is it? <laughs> he, he, t- no, he got muscled by, by Kane a couple of times today, didn't he? Keen, 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 He's got to get. He's got to get involved more. And but one, the other thing I don't get about United is when we've got a, when we're defending a corner, every player's back, including Daniel James. And there was one where uh, Maguire sort of broke out from one of their corners, second half. But he couldn't play it to anybody because there's no one up front. Yeah. So obviously that's a tactic that Solskjaer's employed. That if we break out and we counter maybe three or four players together, but I still think someone on the halfway line. Then they've got to, they've got to leave two men back, haven't they? I'd say I'd notice. That though in the in the modern game now a lot of teams have eleven men back from corners. I mean Van Gaal did it, Mourinho did it. It's, it's something that sort of you know they must work on different counter attacks for breaking corners. Are we saying that Van Gaal deep. was years ahead of us? Well, obviously, yeah. I mean, <laughs> fucking hell. Perhaps he had, perhaps he was onto something. Yeah. I think um, with I mean my, my one is in these own games. It's we're clearly just picking the same team, and I, I'd like to see him come up with a bit of an idea. Um, you know, it was clear today what, what team he was going to pick. Yet yeah, we have had problems in these own games, so why not start with maybe two up front? I, th- I think that's, yeah. that's what we're going to have to do yeah. going forward. Because I think I'm pretty sure second half the only other shot we had on target was Luke Shaw, wasn't it? 
Yeah, which was pretty much straight up. It was a decent shot, but it was it was a comfortable save in the end. And there's enough balls getting put into the box normally by James. To be fair, oh, that's the most frustrating thing for me. He's done it again. He's done it three or four times in that second half, and there's been no one. Yeah, no one there. So he's, 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 you know, he's, he's doing what he can, and he was, he was getting frustrated as well. But again, so you know, we're stating the obvious. We've been saying this for two or three years. We're missing a fox in the box. Um, Not a number ten like he's everybody. And a number ten, <laughs> no, definitely a number ten. Uh, Ericsson, any, anybody? I don't know. I suppose like January's coming up now. What, what if you could pick one position? What would it be? Number ten, a real number ten. But you said a number nine, a fox in the box, didn't you? <laughs> Yeah, but I think if we, if, we, if we have someone in behind there and, and Greenwood gets given that chance as a, as a two or as an out wide or, you know, I think, you know, those three, Martial, Rashford, Greenwood would benefit from that and we'd probably score an extra 10, 15 goals a season. What position are you having, Sam? Um, centre midfield. I think we need a centre midfielder more than anything. We're very light there yeah, with injury, yeah. aren't we? It, that's it. Now, you're looking at Matic played on Thursday, didn't he? But apart from that... You know, we've got Fred. No we've got Fred and McTominay, and then you're looking at like a young lad Garner, and no, no one knows what's going on with Pogba, where he is, or what, what's Fred, happening. Fred there, was so. decent today, wasn't he? Well, to be fair, no, he's not. He did okay. Yeah. He can't fucking shoot, though, can he? No, we know that. And McTominay, when he today was one of those games, wasn't it, with McTominay, where he, he's done okay again, but he's never going to set the world on fire. I think he was poor today. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah it's, this is what I said the other week. You're relying on someone yeah, who yeah. nearly played for Preston mm. 12 months ago. This is what I said. To drag you through mm. the season. So who, who knows who we've got before New Year's Day then now? What's our run? Colchester. Newcastle. Oh, what, yeah. Watford, Watford, Newcastle, Boxing Day. Burnley. Then Burnley. Then, then Arsenal. Arsenal. Is it New Year's Day? Yeah. yeah. So how many points we're reckoning? Mm. Not against Colchester. Chelsea have got some hard <laughs> games now, haven't they? Coming up. Um, He's got Tottenham <laughs> next weekend, I think. <laughs> yeah. Like They've got Tottenham next weekend. So and four then games. Of the week. Is that four no. games? Watford. Newcastle, Liverpool, Burnley, and Arsenal. Yeah. So you're asking how many points out of those 12, uh, 12 points, yeah. those four Christmassy games? Jesus. So, I think we'll beat Watford. I think we'll beat Watford. I think we'll beat Newcastle. They've Burn, got a new Burnley United away. They, we, yeah. they usually roll over for us, don't they? And yeah, we'll smash Arsenal as well. So <laughs> 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 we'll take them by Christmas. <laughs> we'll come back to this podcast <laughs> on the 2nd of January. <laughs> United's problem like you look ahead and you see four four winnable fixtures yeah. Yeah. and then this is when it all goes to shit every year because mm. you know we never get the, the points that we, we need from those fixtures and I think it, whenever we, we looked this morning like we were finally on Chelsea's coattails and now again you know you can't, you can't not, I can't not see one defeat in those four games and probably a draw so, I mean, two, the one thing is, yeah. one two draws, two losses. At least they bounced back today, managed to get a point out of it. Because uh, earlier on in the season, you wouldn't have fancied us to even take a point out yeah. of it, would you? So, say that, Sam. Good hard earned point. Going home happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll go through man of the match then, Stuart. We have to have one. Was Saka, I suppose? Yeah, one was Saka. Yeah, we all agree for once. Yeah, yeah, that's not too bad. I don't have to overrule. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go. Um, who's, who's, uh, we've got Colchester Wednesday night. Is that the next? Yeah, yeah can't wait. And we've got we've got a fair few home games this month, haven't we? Now, bit five or six. No, just two more, haven't we? Two more. We've got it'd be five or six in total, won't it? Got yeah, two five more. or six. In, got yeah. two more, haven't we? Yeah. Newcastle and Burnley. So. Okay. Burnley's away. Roll on. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, so it's just one more. Newcastle, yeah. Yeah. What, what, yeah. yeah. Colchester. What do you think United's priorities should be now? Do you think we should be, um, if it come, if we get to this, like February and March, and you know fourths on and the Europa League's on, 
and yeah. the League Cup and possibly the FA Cup we, still, we might still be in. Do you fancy United for anything? No. No? No. Not for a, a, a trophy at all? No. We've seen who in, who's in the Europa League now. You, who's dropped into it. Fancy, yeah, yeah. Was, that's maybe fancy us. I mean, obviously, the league, I mean. league Cup <clears throat> are in the quarter-finals against Colchester. Mm-hmm. Scousers are going to play a shit team, aren't they, against Villa? Because they're, they're off in that so, World Club yeah. Cup thing. So. Are they away? I think so, yeah. The an- so there's a, there's a chance got, there. You know, you get through, you avoid Liverpool. In the course of winning it three years in a row. But the answer to that question could and would change depending on who comes in, in January, doesn't it? Yeah. If we sign three or four players, you might fancy us a bit more. But there's currently, if we, even if we just sign one player, the depth isn't good enough. We've not had too many injuries either, have we? So, again, come February, March, we could be dead on our ass. Once the helicopter turns up on New Year's Day. Yeah, exactly. With matter in it. Yeah. That's it from us then. Um, thanks to everybody that bought the mag today. It's not easy selling in these shite conditions, so thank you. Um, that's it from us. We will see you on Wednesday against Colchester. Thanks. <coughs> 15. Oh.